Hello everybody, this is your Anish Patel from the Higher Realms and today we are again back with an amazing and interesting podcast which will be oriented around music industry particularly and yeah, this podcast is going to be really amazing and I have a really good guest with me who is a superstar guest speaker who is specified in music industry and he is an amazing person overall. So I would gladly welcome Mr. Sakleshwar Hubli to our podcast. So Mr. Sakleshwar Hubli, I just uh, gladly welcome you to our podcast man. Thank you very much for having me over Anish. So, Mr. Sakishar Hubli, so from uh, which topic did you get to know about the music industry so much? The music industry, because we are particularly speaking about rap today. As of rap, if I had to tell you, before when I was like in 5th standard or 4th standard, we used to live in joint family and we okay. still do. My mama was in engineering. He used to listen to Eminem, Slim Shady, both are the same. He used to listen to Slim Shady, Akon and all of that. So, he used to listen it in home, I used to check his phone and all. So, that's how I got started with hip-hop actually. So from which age did you start learning about hip-hop? I learned something. I have been listening to hip-hop since like 5th standard. Like since 8 years now. So let's start a bit of Indian hip-hop industry. Yeah. So as you might be knowing that as we compare about Indian hip-hop industry, right? The one and the most highest name which we get in our mind is Yo-Yo Honey Singh. Okay. Oh, yeah. And the next name is obviously Badshah. So as you might be knowing that Yo-Yo Honey Singh is called the king of Ludutera. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, and he used to just rule over when he was in the Bluetooth era. Yes, now yes, he is just out of the form, but in his initial days, right, he was an amazing person. Yeah, yeah. So what's your take on it? Definitely, I mean, like, I was the person who used to listen to his songs in Bluetooth. I was that person. Even in our school buses, his songs used to be played and we all used to dance on it. Like, Ham. I remember his album called as Interesting Villager, which was like oh, yeah, even amazing, it was like amazing at that time that Honey Singh was hitting like millions, hundreds of millions at that time. At that time where it was like Bluetooth generation, people didn't have smartphones and Geo. Mainly social media bro. Yeah, social media. Yeah. He he was hitting like hundred millions on that time. That's like truly great bro. He's a go. But yeah. now he's like, he's down. Totally down. He's like out of the form currently. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't even see him as a rapper. A rapper is somebody who writes his own lyrics. And if you see Hari Singh, he hasn't written his own lyrics in most of his songs. He has a case where he has copied lyrics from Raftar. But like in the initial days when he used to create Blue Eyes or Desi Kalakar, yeah. at that time he used to write his own lyrics. In some songs, he has written his own. In like some of the other songs, other people have written it for him. But oh. it's because he's a commercial rapper, it's fair enough. Exactly. Yeah. But still, you know, like, how would you think that he would have copied someone else's lyrics in that era? Like copying not in the sense like that. Another people have written. There are specific people called as lyricists. If you check out Bollywood, a singer is a different person and the writer who writes the lyrics is a different person. That's what has happened with Hani Singh. But still, I guess most of the efforts made by your Hani Singh is just by himself while, you know, directing the song or some like yeah, yeah. singing the songs or singing the raps. At that time, it was like a great thing. Exactly. He did a great job. He was the good. That's fine. Yeah. So what are your favorite songs of Hani Singh? Brown Run, Love Dose, Those itself. That's good, that's good. So just coming in the present day, right? Present mm-hmm. day hip-hop. We have many people who do the hip-hop. Lots just like people. the main names are MC Stan, Raftar, Ramiway, and I guess Sidhu Musewala too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was also a really great rapper. So what do you think about Sidhu Musewala's death? It was like purely assassination. Okay. He was killed. He was murdered. That's the same thing in, if you look at the West, it's common there. Triple X, X Tentacion was assassinated. Pop Smoke was assassinated. Others got high on weed and they killed themselves. And Sidhu Musewala was like particularly very great in Punjab, okay? His music was spectacular. People used to love him so much. They literally used to preach him, bro. And have the say, you don't get to make millions without making enemies. Exactly. And that's the case with him too. 
But I guess uh, Sidhu Musewala was the peak rapper in the Punjabi industry, yeah, yeah, Punjabi hip hop industry. Yes, and there was no person in Punjab who used to rap like him. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, but do you name some other Punjabi industry rappers who can pass out the legacy of Sidhu Musewala? No, I can't see any names. Anyway, Punjabi. I think there is one guy called as Prabdeep. Okay. Although he's a Delhi-based rapper, but he sings in Punjabi and he's a Punjabi verse the turban. I think he can do it, but he doesn't speak for the masses like Sidhu Musewala did. Sidhu Musewala. He used to upload more songs, and his songs generally spoke about the total masses of Punjab and total masses of the India. Whereas some of these rappers, they have particular audience. Okay, they don't speak for the masses. Siddhu Musawar spoke for the masses, and that's why he was a hit. And if I had to say, I think Prabdeep is better comparatively in music. Prabdeep is like lot better than uh, Musawar. Although I don't understand Punjabi much, but I think so. Okay, so we just spoke a bit about Indian hip hop industry now. So let's get to Western side of hip hop industry. So Western hip hop industry in that right, you have many many names. A lot of names. Yeah, like countless. You can't just cover it in one podcast, but let's you know just get in some highlights of the hip hop industry in Western culture. Okay, so let's just start it. Initial stages of rap industry when Akon, Eminem, they used to rap. No, 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 that's not the initial stage. The initial stage was much much before them. Okay. There was a rapper called as Rakim who actually revolutionized the whole hip hop. That's when. Hip hop started getting famous, real popular in the West. So can you just elaborate about this guy you you just named? Okay. Hip hop was introduced in West, I don't know, California or New York. Okay. That's where it was introduced in 70s or 60s, late 60s or 70s. Okay. And Rakim entered the scene in the 80s, and he used to rhyme real well. There is a thing called as triplet in rhymes, where you write it. That's a type of rhyming thing. He used to rap in that way, and that thing really clicked in viewers' ears, and it really took off. And that's the place where hip hop started growing, okay. and people started listening more and more to it. Then there was a crew called as NWA, and that's the thing where hip hop really took off more than this thing okay it so was called as there? nwa is like it's it was called as the world's most dangerous group at that time okay, it's so called they should they would have done that time okay i'll tell you nwa is a band okay. consisting of some hip hop band basically yeah hip hop band just like you said backstreet boys yeah backstreet boys. boys okay these people have like four and one producer it mainly consisted of and yeah, nwa means niggas with attitudes they were all black people there was one producer called as dr dre you might have heard of him dr dre yeah i have heard about dr him dr dre is like the goat composer of hip hop okay okay then there was like mc ren who used to compose and rap both and then there was easy e and then there was ice cube and then that's it i guess these are the people these it this movement was started when blacks were getting oppressed and these people actually rapped about it they actually spoke the real thing which was happening to their life the oppression they were facing the adversities they were facing in their real life the other people were facing especially the cops the cops used to trouble them a lot because of the race which was like definitely inhuman and these people had the guts to speak it out and that really clicked on the spine and that's what people actually hated at that time and these rappers had like very bad childhood okay they used to come from the hoods of bad part of the city the hoods and most of them used to sell drugs they were druggies all the time and so on and so forth okay so this was the story of people you said how about the era of akon and eminem uh before i used to remember eminem was called as slim shady that was his before name that okay. was what he was called before so how did he just transfer from slim shady to eminem uh, i have no idea but he one day he just came up and he's like i want to change my name i want to change it to eminem 
aren't much into rap and he is a person who can outstand any black rapper he is so skilled in his thing that bro i can't even tell you he can like literally play with words you can't imagine exactly and just like the goat of uh, hip hop industry yeah totally man hip hop is black music essentially exactly no doubt and he can do it better than most of the black people i mean <laughs> that's offensive but most of the black rappers i mean <laughs> okay. okay so let's just speak a bit about dark side of the music industry so mm. as heard uh, whenever hip hop industry rapper or a singer just joins a label hmm. a music labels right yeah. we oftenly get the news that labels just pressurize the artists that they have to work more than their potential and they have to just give a huge and huge successful albums to the label so what's your take on it is the life of the artist really so bad or they just exaggerated no i think it is what it is okay see rap or hip hop is a creative thing you can't force it it has to be inspired you can't force some creative artist to do it you could never force shakespeare to know you have to write this thing it would be a flop definitely that's what happens like i said about nwa nwa was formed by these four people and later it was called as a label and it was managed by a white man and that's when things started getting bad although they got the thing about the advantage of being in a label is you get deals you get many deals you get gigs gigs matlab the shows okay. essentially so basically what's the advantage to join a label is you just get a huge amount of reach yeah you get money whatsoever yeah. and you get reach and you get gigs and we get brandies that can be a good thing if you are into a good label which has a good name already so just have to conclude that if you just join a label industry right mm-hmm. you can get everything which a huge amount of a singer or a hip hop artist just have not so much like i'll give you an example which is happening in currently right now mma bantai right Yeah, he created his own label called as Bantai Records recently. He got some rappers over there, and those rappers were completely underground. Nobody knew about them. But now, when they enter Bantai Records, they got a stage, they got a dice, they got a platform to convey themselves. People started listening to them. There was a rapper like Flobo, Throat, Minta. People started knowing about them because they got the platform, right? And this is the thing. That's an advantage. People know about you. You get popular. But the disadvantages are also many. There's another. Uh, I'll give the same example. Bantai Records, right? There was one very potential rapper. called as gosh in the bantare coach itself gosh left it and in the nwa the main rapper ice cube left because essentially the pressure is one thing okay and you don't get to see the finances what's happening this is the thing i'll give one more example which has happened recently there's one rapper called as bella his manager used to tell him ki no you has this is shows and all he used to pay him the show tickets were like 2000 per head and he used to do like like 70 100 people at once and he used to get only 30000 you see how much less he's getting and how much money that taking in exactly. that's the point of the label a label takes a lot of shit within yeah recently there is one more label called as kalamkar it is high it is part of raftar just like bantare record is kalamkar it's made by ankit khanna and raftar it was introduced in like 2017 or 16 it was made krishna is a part of kalamkar oh okay krishna and many others and there was a rapper called as birsha in kalamkar he literally posted a story saying i will commit suicide if you don't reply to me karma was another great artist from kalamkar he to left okay. and he showed his middle finger to kalamkar and that's what if you are in a label there are definitely i mean disadvantages 
you get a lot of pressure you are forced to make music and in some cases they don't allow you to make music if you are in a label you are not allowed to make your own independent music and upload it on your own exactly. channel you just have to follow the orders given by yeah. you are like completely signed you have yeah. no independence you just have to be the puppet of yeah, your yeah, label definitely, definitely if you look at the main rappers all of them were signed initially most of them were signed initially and most of them left brother v you might be knowing him yeah exactly the brother v was signed to sony music and he left it 7 years ago if he was still in that thing he couldn't have made nothing there is a rapper called has kambari he was in some record and he did that record uh, record means label essentially that label didn't allow him to upload his videos or rap music for an year or two that's like a bad thing definitely because see the artist should be consistent that's when he gets to make his audience if you see mv bantai's music is like not so top tier okay but he is consistent enough exactly he is very consistent in his game and so with the king king you know bro i i used to listen to king since 2019 or something i knew him before way he was in hustle he was very like you know initially like his thing is like he would upload music for like 3 or 6 months straight and then he would like take complete drop that was his idea and that worked so fine he carried the same idea after the hustle too he dropped albums after albums and he used to take a break for 3 or 4 months completely and again and again and again that's how he made a audience i used to i know he knew him like when he was not even on spotify and when he came to spotify he is like he just banged over it bro just in one year he was in like top 100 top 50 even okay that was like amazing facts because most of the people might not be knowing about mm. all these facts like the importance of the label and uh, labels and the singers right mm. it's like kind of very dark sometimes yeah, yeah. and uh, like but just, at the same time it can also be good okay like i said there is one record called azadi azadi label it is like liberal enough but it also get his stakes the the stakes are more in it there is a rap group called Sidhe Moth the Prabdeep I said he is in Azadi Records but they also have the liberty to make their own music and upload it and that's a really good thing because see even if you upload obviously take some share of it but that's a good thing but because they don't pressurize the artist uh, the artist is still independent that's a good thing to do I think the other label should follow it too and today Sidhe Moth is like huge success in the underground or it's not even underground bro if you are into even little bit of rap you would know these names they are famous names some names i just can't recognize but some names i i guess totally new for me so being about this right i just want to go to some interesting topic now okay how about going uh, eastern side korea hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a fan of that music honestly honestly i'm not a hater but i definitely call myself as a critic okay i generally don't like that type of music because it's like i think it's cringe maybe totally but uh, like <laughs> speaking about these gay boys it's like <laughs> gay boys <laughs> we just have to speak about something if we are, if we are just uh, covering everything about music industry okay. so what's your take on uh, these gay boys so the girls are obsessed over them i recently asked some of my friends ki what makes you think they are better or why are you so crazy over them they are like they taught me how to love myself their songs What really the helped man? me i was like theek hai matlab they have fair reasons they have their reasons they think they are hot bro how the heck are they hot man <laughs> i mean like okay park jimin or whatever his name is i guess park jimin itself he has abs he's good looking and all but still no man never i would never appreciate that type of music i never appreciate their music and i never appreciate their personality not happening it's uh, if a girl i think i had to say i will say this 
if a girl is too much into BTS and all that Korean shit, she's a red flag for me. No way I'm getting into her. Exactly. It's like K-pop is really in a huge... Wow. It's growing bro, it's growing like hell. The mainstream channels in uh, India, in India I'm speaking about, the TV, television channels, not even like some other thing, okay? Television channels, the mainstream, VH1, MTV, they are streaming... Korean songs. I was like, bro, this is how it's growing. I mean, like, crazy, bro. And People many content creators on YouTube, right? Even they just support BTS and many K-pop industry artists. And I don't see, like, what's so creative about it. That's just their opinion, bro. I can't help. Yeah, that's how it is. Just like I appreciate hip-hop, they won't. Because they think it's all druggy, it's all, it's all women and all. That's how it is, you know, everybody has some opinions, yeah, everybody exactly. has their and choices. Uh, in Yo-Yo Honey Singh's case, right, hmm. he too used to promote all these things like uh, yeah. womanizing and the drugs, etc. But, uh, you know, in the end, right, everyone used to enjoy his songs yeah. in the Bluetooth era. And the one thing crazy, the one thing which is like really disturbing fact that I find out about BTS is they got some army shit, okay, BTS army. Have yeah, you heard about yeah, it? BTS Army, man. That's these so girls, these girls like hilarious. This these girls call themselves a BTS Army. I'm like BTS Army, man. Who am I? BTS Army, who am I? Who can do? Who can do? There was some girl who was like saying, "I'm going to marry seven girls." Exactly. Even I have like, seen that. Bro, bro. what's wrong? You they're retarded, bro. They're just like retarded. And you know, like if you just go and say something negative about BTS in front of them, right? Hmm. They are just gonna go crazy, dude. You are you are just gonna not realize what they they're gonna speak about for them. the rest of their life. Exactly, bro. <laughs> And if someone speaks about our artist, right, in some point, we just be silent. So, mm. because we appreciate the singer and yeah. we don't give a fuck that who think anything about I mean, our artist. Nobody is imperfect. Okay, nobody yeah. is perfect. But in the same way, right, if you just go and criticize a BTS fan in front of them, right, they are just going to go crazy. I honestly think you don't know. It's just, it's left to them. They are just going to go flipped over you, bro. That's gonna flip. I remember a girl, okay, in my college. She was like a BTS army girl. Her PFP, WhatsApp DP was BTS. Instagram PFP, BTS, everything BTS. I was like, what do you like so much about them? They're like, she said some reason ki they help me get over my anxiety. They are innocent, they are cute and all that stuff. And I'm like, okay. I don't think any quality rests in them, man. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, I was like, you can't tell them to face, okay? Because you can't do that. You can do that particularly, but you got a risk. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so keeping the K-pop industry apart. So do you think that any other country's uh, hip-hop industry has the potential that it can match the Western industry? The one thing which can with the American scene is like UK, British. Okay. The thing over there is the, the hip-hop scene is there is like drill. Okay. The main is like drill. That's like a type of genre. It's like a sub-genre of rap. I mean, like, do you know Pop Smoke? Yeah, Pop Smoke. I have yeah. heard about it. Yeah, Pop Smoke was proficient drill master. Okay. Drill master means not like the one who is in school. Okay. <laughs> okay. Drill is a like type of music where they use 808s. 808s in a particular manner so that it becomes a set of different patterns. There are like different patterns of the beat. That's it. And UK is filled with that thing. Okay. And there are like many rappers coming over. And so like scene is very growing and I think in future it might compete with American hip hop. And it is actually competing right now. There is one so you think that it can surpass the U- USA's industry? Uh, no, no, no chance. 
So I guess it's like big bro it's very big and right now people are like see when I used to listen to hip hop it was different and now what the current scene is it's like totally different bro today's music i think i hate to say this but i think today's music is like literally trash bro okay today in the scene there are rappers like lucy word okay young thug future travis scott these are the people who are ruling the industry right now and their music yeah, but i guess uh, travis scott's music are a bit in a good manner because i have also mm. heard about yeah them. travis scott is like particularly yeah. good okay and has a fashion sense it's like really hilarious Definitely. Every rapper you take today, not every rapper. Okay, there are some rappers like Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar, and all those stuff. Most of the rappers are like they dress up like crazy. They call it they're like designers. But yeah. that's a part of hip hop. Essentially, you got to flex But your. But you have to dress up like that if you yeah, are a rapper. Yeah, that's that's cool. Even like the OGs who were like mostly rhythm rappers, even they used to dress like that. It's okay, bro. It's okay. That's a part of the culture. Exactly. So let's just uh, conclude this podcast by a final question, which I have to ask you. Okay. So in the many a Reddit uh, blogs, right? I have heard that all these hip hop artists, right? They you know pray to Satan and they trade their soul to get success in a better way. What's your take on it? Ah, that's completely bullshit, bro. <laughs> that's just like I don't say anything that sort. Okay. Most of the rappers I see is like they're just high. They're on weed. Like you pick out any rapper, bro. You pick pick out Wiz Khalifa, Future. They are like oh chronic smokers. Okay. They smoke like anything, bro. They smoke like they they drink like fish. Okay. They get high. They write. It's like uh, they got real good producers. Okay. Metro Boomin. Okay. Metro Boomin is a great producer. But beats are real good. And you know. people the producers can actually even if you sing shit they can actually sync it with the beats in before this how it was like you had you got to first listen to the beat then you have to write lyrics so that your words the overs a i o u they should sync with the beats whenever the tuck hits hi hats the beat there are four types of variables or I mean variables means four constituents hi hats kicks snares claps you can add many percussions and all but these are the main types and your vowels have to hit at the particular drum i mean particular hi hat or snare that's when your lyrics have synced with the beat and that's what makes a good rap song okay right see. now it's like first rappers sing whatever they want and producers can actually manipulate that thing and they can make it a banger that's what happens with Travis Scott and other rappers you know it's common these days So thank you very much for coming to our podcast Mr. Sakleshwar Hubli that was a uh, really good facts and uh, many information which you had presented in this podcast and people and myself just enjoyed it a lot and I guess in future too we are going to meet and make another episode on this uh, hip hop sure, industry sure. and music industry etc and we'll just bring some new and spicy things in the next podcast Sure, so sure thank you very much mr sakleshwar hubli so that was an amazing podcast with mr sakleshwar hubli everyone so this was a podcast which was totally revolving around music industry and hip hop industry i guess you everyone enjoyed this podcast and hope sure you just support and like the podcast thank you everyone and jai shri ram